Easter to all of you listening. Happy Easter to Olivia Jameson Harrison. Olivia, welcome back to the show, my friend. How are you? Hello, Deidre. How are you? Deidre. I don't know. It just came to me. Well, uh, you're going to call me Jameson and it's, yeah, you're hilarious. You know how people say like uh, jokes? Yeah. And then other people try and it yeah. isn't funny. And it was amazing. It make, It's so funny to me. Though. <laughs> it's so funny to me. I love when that, that kind of thing happens. Oh, hello, Taylor. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Uh, how was your your Easter season? Your, your, not your Easter season. I, I got in trouble with John last week. Uh, last week, I kept calling it Easter week. And he was like, oh, is that called Holy Week? Uh, uh, no, whatever. It's the week of Easter. What do you want me to do? <laughs> what do you want me to say? It's so, the week that Easter is in. Actually, isn't that technically this week? Because Sunday starts off the week. Yes, who came up with that idea? That's the whole point. Okay, That's what that, you're saying. Yeah, I got an argument with a guy yesterday and he kept being mean to me as well as playing video games and all i kept doing was telling him happy easter and he's like it's not easter anymore i'm like yes it is the joy of the lord shall be upon you and uh, that's how i that's how i do arguments sometimes which what are we supposed to do for 50 days like when when they say easter is 50 days like what do we do like how do we actually make that a thing is it just something we say like i get it i know it's the season but we can't eat chocolate for 50 days taylor like what are we supposed to do i can and i will Okay, great. Here's the thing. I'm yeah, usually really good at Easter. Like the whole joy of the gospel thing, Jesus is risen. Like that is my, that's my brand. It's the Catholic Church's brand, and I'm just trying to help people realize that. But, but we are all a little off Forte Catholic brand right now because yeah. you know what this fe- season feels like? Lent. We are still in Lent. It's a lie. I think Holy Thursday happened, and I think Good Friday happened. But in deep in my soul... It feels like Jesus still isn't risen yet, so it is still Lent. What say you? I think you? that's blasphemy, but yeah. No, listen, I am so stinking bummed. And on my Instagram, I did a video yesterday, and I was like, the first in the first minute, I said, so Easter was the worst. Like, it was awful. And there was something about, I got to be honest, I haven't been one of these people that's cried during Mass, like, you know, online Mass. I'm like, I mean, okay, fine. It's online. I get to see different priests. We do the spiritual communion, la, la, la. I really felt it on Sunday. I was kind of pissed. I was like, this sucks because we're supposed to have, you know, Eucharist during the Easter season. It's kind of like a big deal. It's written in the catechism. So the fact that we are completely not allowed to do that, which here's a little fact. Um, I have a friend that's a priest, as we all do, but this one, he lives in Canada. And he said that the five people that are there and like, you know, helping, like doing the music or, you know, whatever that they're doing, the little bit that they do, he's not allowed to give them Eucharist. He can only give it to him and the other priest. And I was thinking, okay, that would be torture. Imagine being there, right, at Mass in a church and you're doing stuff for the liturgy and then they're like, mm, peace out, you don't get any. It would be like, that would be the worst, you know? So I don't know, I'm with you. It, it, no family. I didn't decorate. I was so not into this. We didn't do an egg hunt till like five. I didn't make anything. We ate appetizers. It was like a college Easter. It was horrible. Anyway, what about you, Taylor? Which I'll do. Uh, first of all, I have to address that you said what I said was blasphemy. When every year the okay. Catholic Church is like, hey, uh, we're, we're preparing for Jesus to die. And then for three days, we're waiting for him to rise again, all of which are things that happened 2,000 years ago. So <laughs> if the church can play pretend, so can I. <laughs> you're just being technical. Got it. Okay. I'm just being a you're good giving me the logistics. I'm Got being it. A good okay. Catholic. You are. You're a good Catholic. And I think because of kind of where, where I'm sitting with like 
everything with the world, with everything going on, with not having gone to church in forever, I finally did go to my first live stream mass. So I, I connected very well with Thursday, mm -hmm. like Jesus preparing to die. I connected very well with Friday, Jesus mm -hmm. dying. I mm -hmm. connected a lot with Holy Saturday because I, like I talked a little bit about last week, and we're, we're going to dive into it a little bit more. We are constantly in Holy Saturday. We're constantly waiting for Jesus waiting. to come back. Yeah. And because of what I did Saturday, it made it worse and therefore better. And that, that will make sense. And then Easter was terrible because it's really terrible. hard to celebrate uh, Jesus winning when it feels like the world's falling apart. Yeah, it's true. I'm with you. Thursday uh, was really cool. That was my first time to do live stream mass. Um because, uh, you know, part of me is sad to not have the Eucharist, but the other part of me, uh, most of me, is, is, is really like, I've been living this Catholic life for so long. I've told people for, for, for years, like, it, it's harder to do this for a long time. Uh, a lot of the same things that are inspiring people that hear them for the first time, I've heard them a thousand times. So it's hard to be inspired by those same things. Uh, not impossible, but harder. I needed a break. I've been saying for forever, right. I just need a break. And God gave us a break. He's like, hey, look, you don't have to go to Mass for a month and a half. And then whenever you come back, you'll want it again. I'm like, okay, so that's that's kind of cool, a little silver lining and all this. Okay, Holy Thursday, I went to online Mass. We had the whole family, um, and we, we, we went with uh, Father Mike Schmitz, uh, which Aww. was cool, because we got to pick our homilist, which is a great thing to do. That is a times. good point. I never thought about that way. So we, we did only Thursday the first half. It's really hard for me to do the, of the Eucharist. And I know everybody that's going to say, like, oh, just do spiritual communion. It's like, you can do that prayer without going to Mass. Like, it's 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 I difficult know. for me to do, like you were just saying, like like those people that yeah. went to the Mass and didn't get Jesus oh at gosh. the end. It's like, I'm not going to sit here and I'm not one of those people that's complaining, like, oh, we don't get Jesus. Our bishops are, are, are being weak boned. Like, I'm totally with them. I'm, no, I think I'm with we all them too. I agree. Right I, yeah, I'm with you. But. It's very hard for me to go to Liturgy of the Eucharist when what is the outcome of Liturgy of the Eucharist? <laughs> Receiving Jesus, and we can't do that. So it's harder. But yeah. um, one of the things from Vatican II, it says the same Jesus that it, I'm paraphrasing, the same Jesus that is present in the Eucharist is present in the Liturgy of the Word because Jesus is the Word. So we did the Liturgy of the Word, and then hmm. let's just put it this way. I was not dressed like I would be dressed to go to Mass. So that was kind of a cool experience. Uh, I'll let mm -hmm. everyone figure that out. Um, and then I, I washed the feet of my of my family. So mm -hmm. uh, which which was like that will always be something that I remember. So some, some a, a silver lining, good thing from this season that we're in. I, we, me and I would imagine my kids will always remember that time that daddy washed their feet on Holy Thursday on the sofa while they were wearing their pajamas. <laughs> you know, like, you've never like, done that. Y'all don't do washing the feet at home or I see. I we've always, we've always done, done it. Mass. We oh. never go to Holy Thursday because it's not a holy day of obligation. <laughs> we also wow. don't do Ash Wednesday at, at church. We always do it at home. So we do the ashes to each other, which is really bonding. And so we always kick off Lent together. And then we do so Holy Thursday as a family. So you're saying that you're a Protestant a even before you did, weren't uh, required it's to go to church? It's not a holy day of obligation, Taylor. Jeez. Uh, have you ever we gone do it to at Mass home. when it wasn't a holy day of obligation? Never. Not even once. Uh, yes. I, I, I believe you. You're saying it sarcastically, I think, to mask the truth. <laughs> no, of course I have. But we, we always found it really intimate at home. And we had little kids. Our kids are so far apart in age. So it's really difficult because my daughter, Kana, she cannot hang. At seven o'clock, that kid shuts down. God, what he forgot to give me was an off button. He definitely gave Kana one. Like that's to save the world. I need one. So she can't hang after seven. So for us, like as a family, that's why we chose, we just sit at home. So 
you know, I don't know. I mean, I grew up in my family going, but you know, with my parents, but we just did it at home. So washing the feet at home was not new for us. But anyway, so it's okay, you fine. This big impactful it. moment that I'm trying to share, and you're just like, "Oh, it's not special." You're not. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying to actually. I was trying to lift up your comment and be like, "Wow, that must be really special." Well, because I'm going to tear down your comment. Before. So I'm mm-hmm. I, what I'm imagining on Ash Wednesday is we all know that you're not a great cook. So you like you just took the burned food <gasps> and you took the burnt part of the food and just put it on each other's foreheads. You are the one that's not the good cook. That was I'm you. I'm a tremendous not- cook. I'm a tremendous cook. You have no idea. You've never even eaten my food. Oh, so you're just lazy? No, I'm not lazy. Oh, you mean because for Easter, I flew in food for Easter? <laughs> I was pissed. Flew in food? I did. I flew it in. Like, on an airplane. I don't know how they got it here. I'm guessing an airplane. I bought it from Harry and David. Do you know what Harry and David is? It's like no. foofy. It's like foo-foo food. It's like <laughs> Did bougie. you just stutter? Foo-foo no. food? <laughs> Fru-fru. I don't know. Bougie. It's bougie food. So I flew in Harry and David. I don't know where they are. Who are they? You shouldn't be bringing men into your house during social distancing. <laughs> or ever. For that I'll write matter. that down for the next quarantine. No extra men. Got no it. No extra men. <laughs> Harry and David, not allowed. So but They're good cooks. Yeah. So that was that was Thursday. And then yeah. Friday. Uh, Friday. <laughs> is the longest day of the year. Is is a Good Friday the longest day for you or no? Here's, here's what happened on Good Friday. Oh, no. It was. What? Uh, it wasn't the longest day of the year. It was the longest three hours. I told everybody last week what I was going to do. And I did a complete like electricity, fa- like not electricity, but like, like, uh, media fast, no phone, no screens, no nothing, uh, from 12 to three while Jesus was on the cross. Nice. And you would think that I'd be doing that for holy reasons. I did it because of, uh, someone else told me to, and I realized it was, it was more out of, oh my gosh, I've been on a screen since this thing started. I need yeah. to not do this. So what I did was uh, I, I was sick last week, and I got sick. It was it was because most likely because of my allergies. I I, uh, I had allergy things going on. A lot of the symptoms from my uh, my uh, like sinus infections are the same s- symptoms of Corona. So who knows what happened last week? But I was sick. I think you had Corona. Remember you had that cough for four thousand days. I, I think that was coronavirus. So I'm patient number zero. <laughs> Basically. And I'm shocked I didn't get it because that's a very small room. <laughs> it is. And the room is the problem. The room is what hot. happened. So here's it's the hottest room ever. <laughs> here's what happened, Olivia. And this is news to you. I haven't told anybody except Father Anthony, and he hasn't been here. Oh, God. I, I'm breaking the news to you now, and I need to do it to Allison here soon. So what I did was I got sick, and I was like, in case it's my allergies, I, I spent a lot of time in this room. Like yeah. for two weeks, you know, like usually I'd be in here for like an hour or two to you know record the show, edit, whatever, um, at a time. But I was in here because I was playing video games in here. I was working in here. Like this is my home office. This is where I'm doing the show. This is where I'm doing. Uh, it's like your my man gaming. cave now. Yeah, yeah, you're doing everything there. So yeah. I was I was in here for like 12, 15 hours a day, every day. So Good and Lord, that, that's when I got sick. So I was like, okay. Bef- when we moved in, we cleaned the floor because the floor like there was a spot that had like mold on it because this room was never used. We cleaned the mold. And my, my theory was, oh, like, it's the mold might have come back because I'm very allergic to mold. Okay. Okay. So yeah. my wife came in um, and, and lifted up the, up the carpet, and she looked and like, she's like, there's no mold. So I'm like, okay. I look around, and I'm looking up at the ceiling. I'm like, okay, along the ceiling, I, see, I do see, like, a couple of cobwebs and stuff. Let's just get up there and clean. Olivia. No. What? I swiped okay. one time. 
with a brand new cloth and 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 like cleaning solution. Uh-huh. It was black. It Solid was all black. dust. It was all Are you dust. Serious. And I'm highly, highly allergic to dust and dust. And so now you're having like a reaction. Yes. So like I this is all happening while I'm not on my phone from twelve to three. Oh so my god. While Jesus is suffering, I know I'm not trying to compare the two. But while yeah. Jesus is suffering, I am suffering. You had a suffering. I'm in this room and I'm and I'm not getting sick at the moment because because like I'm about to throw up thinking about sitting in that room for like months because I'm just I've just been in the cesspool of everything I'm I'm, I'm allergic your to. lungs would look like you have corona right now exactly. like they wouldn't know they'd be exactly. like oh yeah you so definitely do we took all four walls and cleaned all of them it took oh like God. two hours and we cleaned everything we had to take all the soundproofing that's behind me we had to take all like we we opened them up like off? flaps so essentially you know how like uh like when do they do face surgery? Like well, no, no, no. It's surgery. like it's like uh, it's like we connected with the other uh, liturgical season, Advent. You know, Advent counters. You yeah, open yeah. them up. Oh like yeah. We opened this up <laughs> and cleaned behind it, and then opened the next one up and cleaned That's behind awesome. it. That's awesome. So and there spent... was a chocolate. <laughs> there like, was. That's exciting. I was, I was so upset. You're like, so pissed. You're like, like this is the worst Advent calendar. Like, you should do that. That would be fun. Do what? Make that into an advent calendar box. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. when Alice and I come in, we get a treat. <laughs> the treats are over on that shelf. Uh, I'm not good. Yeah, they are. <laughs> that is what we're doing as soon as this is over. We oh are my, doing that. Oh my goodness. So so I spent two of the three hours of not being on my phone cleaning this room. And Olivia, mm-hmm. uh, if that's not a symbol for uh, for the darkness and going into the darkness and then coming out in the light. It smells great in here. It feels great in here. I'm Does feeling it? tremendous. It smells good. good in here. So good. So that's that's Good Friday. Is the air circulating yet in that room? No. So uh, I called the AC people and they said, give us three weeks and it's been two. So they should be coming this week. Okay, great. So by the Don't time get coronavirus the from the over, AC people, okay? Don't talk to them, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, not they haven't gone in anyone's homes. It's fine. Yeah, what the heck? Wait, let's undo this now, actually. Forget it. Who cares? Okay, what? let's talk about Holy Saturday, because Holy Saturday was very difficult, and here's why. Okay. The other thing that I told people we're going to do is on, on Holy Saturday, um, because one of the readings is the is the Exodus story. So we're like, we're going to watch mm-hmm. a Prince of Egypt as a family. The kids had never oh, yeah, seen it before. Oh, yeah, I saw. You wrote that, didn't you? You put that, like that in a story or I don't know, yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So... Um, I watched Prince of Egypt and it was it, it, it really cool. It was cool because it's like I, I was my son's age when it came out in theaters. So like mm. I watched it then and hadn't watched it again. So I didn't remember mm-hmm. lots of things. I did remember some things. And it's a good film. The music's amazing. The, the music's great. The cast Unreal. is tremendous. Everyone Fantastic. is famous. So I was really happy hero. and like excited and like, oh, I'm sharing this with with my kids when, I, when it came out when I was their age, sharing it with my family. Uh, the cast is great. The music's great. And then like watching that story. So the story of Exodus, watching sure. that in the midst of what we're going on right now was mm. very difficult for me spiritually because mm. uh, two things happened. Last week, I kind of joked how I've been like, uh, like uh, connecting with the bad guys in scripture too much recently. Um, but I connected with, with Ramses mm. because at least in the movie, right? Uh, what did he do wrong other than, okay. like, obviously there's, there's slavery, but <laughs> right, like, sl- slavery is wrong. And, and obviously I, sure. I like, but what he was doing was what him and his people had always done. He was right, upholding exactly. tradition. He was doing, he didn't he, make it up. 
Right. Yeah. He, he was trying to uh, to to stand up or like to live up to the the idea that the ideas that his father had, his father had, his father had. So I was connecting with that, and then like the fact that all those kids died, and mm-hmm. that that was God. The Passover yeah. was hard. It was very yeah. difficult. Really hard. Um, because like there are a lot of people dying right now yeah. because mm-hmm. of a plague, and like it, and it, I kept going back and forth between God's people had to wait in in slavery for generations forever they yeah, were there forever. for generations they had to wait on god and some people kept believing some people didn't and then here comes moses god created moses and moses was born to deliver the people and what i realized what i had never realized before is that they had to wait first for moses to become of age where he could do anything so mm. the whole time Moses is growing up, the story goes very quickly for us in Exodus, but I started connecting with the, the Israelites who had That's been interesting. in slavery for hundreds of years. Their parents, parents, parents were in slavery. They, they have waited to, a long time. A long time. They're yeah. waiting for Moses to come of age. Moses right. finally comes of age, tries to do something about it, kills a guy, and then runs away for 40 years, 30 years, something like that, where he has to, like, they have to wait again while he's yeah. gone. Right and like man, if I if I don't connect with that right now, I'm waiting for God. I believe that He will save us, and He said that He will. But this waiting is hard. It's yeah. hard. It's so difficult. No, that's really interesting that you, um, yeah. Because I now now I want to rewatch. I want to watch Ten Commandments too, because in um, Ramsey's son dies. Right? Isn't yes. that? Yeah, which is he like does. Moses's nephew. I never created, right. like not biologically, but he was raised as his brother. Sure, of course. Yeah, and I think also, you know, I said this today. I was talking to some friends, and I said, "Do you think this is going to count towards purgatory time?" Because, and then I made a joke, and I was like, "You guys, what if we're in purgatory, but God just didn't tell us? Like, we what if all we died all, of coronavirus we three all months died ago? And, right, it's like the Matrix. <laughs> Everyone died January twenty twenty. No one even knew, and we're all in. Yeah, we're all in purgatory. But because that would make sense, because God is still like the people in purgatory or the souls, right? They know God is still there, whereas like in hell, he can't even exist, right? You can't even see God. You can't know him. But in purgatory, you can. And that that's the longing, right? And think about how we're longing right now for the Eucharist and we're longing for communion with each other and like all these things. And I'm like, you know what? If that's true, if we died and this is purgatory and then we're all going to get to be in heaven together, then that's fine. I'll go with that. But if that's not what's happening, Taylor, I'm getting really pissed like because if this is just life right now, it's like, come on. Um, and I hope it does count. And then I'm thinking like, have I done enough for it to count for purgatory time? Like, should I write a note and tell Jesus that that's what I want it to do? Like, or is he going to just... note sending is how we're saved, Olivia. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Taylor. I'm glad you... I think, I think the <gasps> day that I died was the day before I met you. And purgatory has been ever since you've come into my life. Aw, that means you're going to heaven, Taylor. So you're welcome. <laughs> I, I've, I've never doubted that. I just That's how I took that comment. I just think I'm going to be in purgatory forever. Okay, let's wrap this up because he—that he, was the one foot of me being very that is frustrated. Sad. And 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 like, I, if I'm being honest with with myself and with be you, honest. It, like that Safe has space. been the the main thought for me is just like when when is this going to end? Why Where's is God, God making us wait? Like all these things, right? Uh, and then Good Friday, it, it's like. I looked at the cross and it was three o'clock and it was at, you know, after two hours of being frustrated and in here and like, what is going on? Why is everything bad? Um, 
And like, it, it looked like Jesus wasn't able to help anybody when he died on Good Friday. So like, we're all asking for help and it seems like we're not getting it. It seems like God like is gone or no, I've been joking for months that he's on sabbatical. It's like, like where, where, where is God in all of this? Um, he looked defeated. He looked gone. It's like, oh, look, that's something that I can connect with right now. That's what it looks like. It's what it feels like. Um, it's felt like, like that for me for a long time. Um, but on, on Good Friday, um, I'm reminded that he is there and he's fighting when I can't see him. And it, like in, in, in what looks like losing and be, him being terrible and him being gone, that's the Holy Saturday. We are the apostles waiting. Jesus has died. Like there's been real suffering um, and we're waiting for him. And while like what, were, what was Jesus doing while everybody was terrified and waiting for him? He was in hell fighting demons for us. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a really good point. Like Taylor, here's the thing. We're waiting for a big miracle, right? Like, I think everybody is kind of like, I mean, even when Kenneth Copeland, you know, that, that evangelist guy, yeah, who was like, Corona's gone. I think all of us were like, wait, maybe it is, like, you know, like, that'd be great. But here's the thing. What if there's a thousand miracles that are happening constantly that we don't know about? What if there were supposed to be 700,000 dead people at this moment, but because we all got together and prayed, we're not at that number. Or what if, you know what I mean? Like, what if it was supposed to be more about children and all the children were going to die, like in the Old Testament, but it's, it's, I mean, I don't know. Like, how You're do we know? I'm just saying, like, you know, like I think about the Secret Service all the time. And I think they must be really pissed because they're like, if you guys only knew how many terrorist attacks we actually stop, but you guys don't know. And you get to go to bed every night and you don't know all the things that we know. And I think about that with God and angels and all the things, like, how do we know? what battles have been won because we're over here going well it doesn't count unless me 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 like we could not be more privileged and more like you know entitled like nope it's not a miracle unless it's this and i think that's how we all feel we're like yep until we're all done and it's all perfect that's when god stepped in like like he hasn't been here you know what i mean and i'm sure not that god gets frustrated but um that's got to be frustrating oh god know. gets frustrated uh, okay great he has, well then he, has he is flipping frustrated <laughs> um but here's the deal uh we have been frustrated for for weeks um i'm frustrated now but hey i started the show off in a good mood and i'm going to end it in a good mood our good friend jeremy mcclellan is coming back on the show uh here in just a couple of seconds and then Liv and i uh are, we're gonna play some games and and have some fun in the last segment uh because that's our job through all of this is to make everybody uh smile have some fun uh, bring joy back into your life during the midst of this quarantine don't go anywhere we'll be right back all right Olivia, I called you earlier and you admitted that you've never listened to the show when you're not on. That's true, Taylor. But you, Why would I listen? But you've watched the show. I have. You have been the biggest fan of this move of the show over onto YouTube. I, and I want to know why that is. Because we're really funny when you watch our faces. Like, I think, well, we have good chemistry. You can hear it. But I think it's because YouTube is fantastic. Because you can see everything. And I like seeing the people in the faces. I like how we're doing this commercial. And you're like, because we're amazing. That's really self-serving. <laughs> but it's not self-serving. Somehow you did something self-serving that benefits me. Everybody go follow Forte Catholic over on YouTube. <laughs> um, and here, here's what we're doing. We are putting the show out. And sometimes you get some extra bonus things. And you get to see us or something, I guess. But um, I'm also putting out other content that's not for the podcast, but just on YouTube. I have decided that I'm going to be doing a talk a day because I've written – not a talk a day. I'm sorry. A talk a week. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> because I've, I usually travel the country and give talks, and I've written like 130 talks, and I've recorded yeah. like eight of them. So I'm just going to start recording them and putting them up on YouTube. You can follow all that Forte Catholic over on YouTube. Perfect. I am. 
back to Forte Catholic, and today I'm not just saying that to the listeners because of the break where we just heard that amazing commercial rendition with Liv Olivia Eugene Harrison, because her commercials are always tremendous because she has no idea what she's doing in them, and it brings me so much joy. Uh, speaking of bringing me joy, I'm not just welcoming back you, the listeners, I'm welcoming, welcoming back a guest today, um, someone that definitely none of you have ever heard of he's kind of low on the radar no, no uh, he's not even on social media yeah. uh, no notoriety or fame yeah. at all um I, like the only thing he's ever done in public uh is come on this show a little over that's a right. year ago that's right so so i invited him back just to kind of put this guy in the spotlight that was the catalyst i was i was nothing before i came on the show before and then boom boom now you're famous so you now are I'm on the show a second time <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, big thing. You get a big set things. of steak knives. <laughs> Last time you came on, about a year later, all of yeah. your shows got canceled. And I then know. now you're here. And yeah. uh, in a year later, you'll have shows again. Well, my shows got canceled because people stopped wanting to come. But I was able to engineer a bioweapon uh, to make everybody else cancel their shows. So this is like my <laughs> somewhere there is like a comedian in China who like was like, you know what? All my shows are getting canceled. I think I might just like release the coronavirus so that so that now everybody has to that's my theory <laughs> that's your theory even the playing field or it was like a restaurant like some guy owns a restaurant it's failing and so they're like maybe if i had a pandemic then my <laughs> failure would would seem and then i would get like government bailout money you know for this that's my conspiracy. I don't they like thought it through they thought it got through. a lot of conspiracy theories about the coronavirus so those sound solid what's yeah. great is you shared all your conspiracy theories um and i still haven't shared your name uh jeremy the clown <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> jeremy welcome back you are looking good man like I, thanks man i just shared the other day that i think i've gained about 87 pounds mm. since the since the quarantine started because i've sat right here in this chair uh for about a month but yeah. uh, you seem to have like upgraded. You, you like people are watching on YouTube. You have a green screen behind you, so I could literally I put you anywhere after you this can, episode yeah. is over. And I've got a, I've got a light right here. I learned about lighting, and uh, it's one a of good the things, light. One of the things I'm just trying to do with with uh, quarantine is like I don't have a plan, you know, because we 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 all had plans out the window with uh, like with quarantine. So I'm just trying to, uh, I you, you know, like learn new skills. You know, like learn something that will. Like, cause who knows? I'm a stand-up comedian, and I get money by performing on stage in front of strangers. Um, and I don't know how that's going to survive, like, or when that's going to be back to normal, whatever normal means. And so, uh, like, part of quarantine is trying to figure out, like, what skills do I need to to have and to do in order to, at some point in the future, uh, like, you know, just like diversify the the business model or figure out what the business model is going to be going forward because I don't know. Nobody knows. And one of those is learning about lighting. Yeah. <laughs> are you doing any stand-up comedy like from inside, like where you are? Yeah. Which, where are you? Uh, I'm in my uh, my house. Uh, but where but is your house? My house is in Charleston, South Carolina. No, she was asking the specific address. We know that yeah, you live in South Carolina. Yeah, okay. For no yeah. real reason, yeah. Jeremy. Uh, um, but... <laughs> Uh, so I've done some like, you know, like fake stand up, like on like social media, I've made videos of me like performing for my kids and stuff, like just as a joke. Um, right. but in terms of like, you know, figuring out what, like doing stand up in front of, uh, people streaming, it doesn't really work. You know, like people say like, Oh, stand up comedy can survive because I, I watched stand up comedy on Netflix during the quarantine. It's like, yeah, you watched a live performance on Netflix, right? With, with people, people that, that were, were in there. the audience and you watched a comedian yeah. who got good 
by performing in front of strangers. And so how that's going to translate to this, like I could do stand up in front of an audience or in front of like a camera, but if you took out the laughs uh, from your favorite stand up album, it would look, it would sound awful. Like it's, yeah, I mean, it's really different. like laugh tracks suck, but like actually listening to an album or listening to, or watching a thing on Netflix, like you have to have the laughs there. Cause it's like, you usually just like feel like it's a communal experience. There's a reason why Netflix like <laughs> puts mics in the audience to catch people laughing. So without that, it just looks like you're bombing. And you also like, if you, if you do it live on, you know, as far as streaming, like you can only do the jokes once really, you know, you can do a tour physically, but you can't like go on stage every night and do the same hour you know, online. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, so figuring out what the model is going to be going forward is going to be tough, but we'll, yeah, who knows. Did you catch Saturday Night Live this past Saturday that they tried to do time, yeah. the show? Yeah. Well, nobody really has, but I was interested to see how exactly what you're talking about, right? Because that's the same kind of concepts where they have an audience right. and they go off on the, the energy and things like that. So you'll have to, you maybe pull it up and see what you think because they tried yeah. you got to give it to them they really tried to make it happen but it was hard yeah. i mean it was hard to watch on the other end you were like oh, yeah like you know there were a couple of moments but it's like, difficult you need that communal energy which is like one of the things that i like fantasize about was like okay like in in 10 years am i going to be performing for like an audience of robots who will then and each of those robots is connected to someone at home with a vr headset and mm. when they laugh, the robot laughs and it has, it has to be seamless. It can't be like, nah, nah, nah. it can't be that. It has to be seamless. It has to be, you know, there has to be some kind of uh, like wow. give and take. Um, but again, you wouldn't be able to like react to like what the audience looks like. And <laughs> this gray robot over here looks like that gray robot over <laughs> yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Like whose anniversary who is who it tonight? You out with, that, with, that, with that shine job, right, right. Um, but oh, so geez. who knows, but I, I think that what we're seeing now is we're seeing like existing businesses, existing industries, institutions, uh, like the Catholic church, like adapt to the current situation, you know, streaming to Catholic churches, streaming to masses. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what it looks like for institutions to come up within this or after this, mm -hmm. right? Cause like right now we're streaming to a church that, you know, only exists because this didn't used to be the case. Um, or there's comedians who are able to chat with people online and stuff, but they got funny by performing in front of audiences. And uh, you need, I mean, uh, the audience is, is like a really, really fast uh, trial and error thing. And so you get better really fast in front of audiences. Um, people who, you know, if this thing lasts a long time or if, you know, live entertainment kind of dies out and everything goes online, you know, there's gonna be there's gonna be people who try to start doing comedy in that um and the, i don't know if they're gonna suck or not because like that like they aren't able to get that immediate feedback i don't know well here's the thing for four years jeremy see i was prepared for this this has been the great equalizer yeah. for four years i've been sitting in a room by myself saying what i think are funny things yeah. and just imagining a real life audience laughing along exactly so now you're stuck in the position where I am. So for once, I can teach you something That's and be right. like, "Hey, yeah, yeah. just say crazy <laughs> things in a room." Yeah, just say just say crazy stuff and and see, you know, and but then like, how do you sell that? How do you get people to, you know, you can have sponsors. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if hopefully this doesn't just all go 
all go online. Um, but you know, selling Zoom meetings to people, like there's some like rich person who wants to chat with you for a chat with a really funny person for a while. Maybe they could pay you to do that. I don't know. Wait, are you suggesting that I should have paid you for this? No. <laughs> you're not? I th- oh, man. This is- He's saying he should pay you because, remember, you're teaching right. him all the things, That's Taylor. Right. That's why That's Jeremy right. yeah, begged yeah. to come back on this show. He begged. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it so. is, like you were saying, it is the great equalizer, both for, I mean, just for, for everybody. But it is kind of funny because for, like, decades, we have said, we've all known that the Catholic Church has been so far behind in technology. And then mm-hmm. we're, we're faced with, with this trial, and relatively quickly, we it's got through, fast. like, kinks and and yeah. now it's like masses are being live streamed and the second yeah. like we had holy week and everything compare the pope like pope francis right compare his urbi at orbi um mass i don't know how to say anything catholic i'm new it's all right i don't either and i've been here for 30 years we're not good catholics <laughs> so we have no idea <laughs> compare the like what he's been able to do and how he's been able to like to function compare that to like joe biden right like in Joe Biden's uh, like just awful like streaming attempts, like which is really the institution that is that, that is old and, and needs to die. Like it, it might not be the Catholic Church. Right. Like the Catholic Church has like for the most part been able to adapt pretty quickly uh, to like the like the current reality. Whereas people who um, I don't know, it's it's been it's been impressive. It's been impressive. Youth ministers went from the bottom of the totem pole at the church to yeah. now it's like pastor and then youth oh, minister. Oh, now who knows they... how to use Skype? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Turn on my webcam. <laughs> who can do a graphic? Yeah, all these jokes about goatees and, you know, frosted tips for years. <laughs> Finally, I get, to, I get to set the rules. The only essential That's people awesome. on staffs now are the pastor and the youth minister so that the That's youth right. minister can yeah, feel yeah, yeah. So pastor. true. <laughs> these young kids that know all the technology. Part of this is like there's uh, there's certain people and certain you know skills that you have um, that you like develop. That's just the like the ability to adapt, the ability to like immediately figure out and and change your business model really quickly, right? And there's gonna be some some institutions that are able to do that really quickly, and then some that are like stuck on five year plans that are like, uh, well, I don't know how this coronavirus thing factors into our three year plan to grow the parish. And it's like, and th- those are going to be the people that, that just get crushed by, by, like, by stuff like this, because you gotta, you can't plan for stuff like this. There's no way, like no one planned for the pandemic. I mean, obviously no government did. Well, except but, for like, that guy that runs that Chinese restaurant over in China. That, yeah. <laughs> that guy, that, the guy that you were talking about. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, that yeah guy. The Can pandemic express who, who like immediately, <laughs> immediately, uh, yeah, yeah. made up that thing. Yeah. Like it was in a fortune no, cookie. Panda, you didn't get right, it though. Yeah. yeah, it was some other. Yeah, but then there's gonna be you know like just the ability to uh, to adapt quickly. You don't even need to plan. You don't even need to be able to tell what's gonna happen. You just have to. I've been reading um, Nassim Taleb's uh, Anti Fragile. You know, and p- part of it is just like there's things like this that you can't predict for. And so how do you uh, develop the skills and have the ability to adapt quickly to things without ever knowing what the future is gonna bring? Um, and so how, how do you, how do you make yourself able to, to do that? And I think, um, people with small businesses, people who have been, you know, doing this on their own, uh, people with podcasts, people with, you know, com- like comedians who wear like our money is not stable at all. Like we don't receive a salary. It's just goes up and you know, I have months that are where it's like hardly anything. And I have one month that pays for the whole year. And it's like, uh, and you don't know, but that, 
And I used to think that was a liability, that that was a, a problem that needed to be fixed. You know, that I would be better off if I had some salary job where everything was more um, stable. But I think that that stability is, is an illusion and, and it just lulls us into complacency. And so mm -hmm. th those of us who've had to just, you know, kind of fly by the seat of our pants and are used to the anxiety, we're doing, we're doing okay. Yeah, all the salaried people lost their jobs. <laughs> right. Yeah, and they thought they were safe. Right. They thought that they were. Yeah, it's uh, true. You know, fine. And those of us who had never, literally, ever thought that we were fine, uh, like, I mean, like the thing about stand-up comedy is that you, like, you learn the ability to adapt quickly to audiences, to like the business and 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 stuff. And but there's always like you could just destroy your career really quickly. Like you could just immediately. Uh, uh, say the wrong, not necessarily say the wrong thing, but like alienate somebody or do something horrible that then just ruins your career. Sure. Uh, and so that's always kind of hanging over you. And so what do you do? Yeah. And you know how to make ramen. I think all yeah. good comedians and people who aren't on a salary, right. you can make a good box of craft. I know how to make a, a good box of craft. I don't know how to <laughs> feed my kids a good box of craft and have them <laughs> be like, okay, thank you. This is fine. You know? Wait, is that how your kids talk? So <laughs> that having, having like a wife and kids. We used to love craft having as a, kids. No, that, and it's fine. Like, yeah. Yes. And like my kids are yeah. adapting because they don't even know what is going on. Um, sure. But I, I think, and you know, they love masks and they think it's funny and stuff. So, <laughs> so. Wait, how old are they? They are, uh, one is four months old and one is uh, almost two, almost two. And the, so the four-month-old is really yeah, into this. Yeah, really like, into this. He's talking about the pandemic. He's, he's looking Take at snaps. The, yeah, he's he's looking at the projections. And yeah. but but the one who's almost two is is, I mean, this is great because we're home. I'm home, and uh, we live across the street from my 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 in-laws. So my wife's parents live across the oh, street. Oh, nice. And um, uh, which was my idea, by the way. And it was it's been it's paid <laughs> off really really well. People think I was crazy, and I'm like, no, this. And then yeah, it's Not crazy until the pandemic hits. And then you've got yeah. like, now yeah, you're we jealous. basically treat our houses as one house and like just pretend we all live together. And so like right now I'm doing this, my wife and kids are over there. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, um, it, it works. It works. I don't know what I would do if they were always here. My wife and kids were always here and I'm like trying to find space to, this is another thing is that with, uh, with comedy or w like with my creative process, people who are creative, like, I would go away, you know, on the road for several days and then I would come home and crash and I would uh, have hours on a plane to daydream, for example. And then mm -hmm. I would be at home. And when I was home, I'd be excited to see my kids and there would be like this intense, like, you know, few days of like intense bonding. And then like the cycle would repeat again. And that was my creative process. Now all of that has to be shrunk down to one day. Um, oh, one day over and over and over and over and over, right? So I can't just go away for a few days and then pop back up, right? Um, and so it has to, and so that is something that's been a big struggle for me is like, how do I figure out that like creative rhythm, which I, you, I can't plan. I can't be like, well, from between three and five, I'm going to daydream, you know, or like, <laughs> right. you can't do that. So that's, that's the, been a struggle, right? Trying to figuring mm -hmm. out and hopefully this thing's not permanent so you know we'll go back to me being allowed to have that kind of rhythm again of creativity um but i can't just plan like okay i'm gonna be funny you know during this uh during this time so it's been weird i don't really yeah. have right parentheses you know what i mean like 
in my, <laughs> when I talk, like I'll go off on a tangent and I never actually come back to the original point. So y'all have, y'all have to keep track of what I was talking about. Yeah. I'm going to wrap us all up. <laughs> uh, we're, 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 we're to the end of our time and you've been talking, oh, whoa. Yeah, nice. you've been talking a big game about how you've been doing very well during this quarantine and, and at home and you're adapting and you're changing and yeah. you're reading this book. That's all about, you need to learn different skills. The only new skill that you have shared with us is that no. you learn how to put a light on your face for recording. I do, there's a light on my face, yeah. <laughs> Are there any other skills, or is that the is that it? It's a game changer. No, I, I know I know how sound works. I, I know what, like, I've learned what, like, cardioid stereo stereo means. And hey, I just got that to live. I right just learned we that. Got on the phone. <laughs> yes. But that's about it. I'm also learning Urdu. I'm learning Urdu better. I'm like, you know. I'm Are you taking, really? That's awesome. Yeah, I'm doing like the Pimsleur Urdu lesson thing each day, and I'm I'm sharing that with uh with my audience so they can watch me fail at that. So it's fun. Good. Yeah. That's funny. Well, uh, again, you're the great equalizer. Your audience is watching you fail. Mine tunes in every week to watch me do Perfect. that exact thing. So yeah. uh, uh, speaking of your audience, where can people find you? Uh, your, your next upcoming show is probably in 2023, but what, what, yeah, what can they do right now? 2023 is going to be at the, the ruins of, <laughs> it's going to be at the old abandoned grocery store uh, nearby. Uh, <laughs> um, no, if they want to, you know, you can search Jeremy McClellan on social media. Uh, all of my handles are just my name. So, awesome, awesome. There well, you thanks go. for yeah. your time, Jeremy. It's great Thank to you. have you back. Thank and you. And I finally realized why I like how how you look today. It's because you look like uh, Ash Ketchum after he grew up. So, nice. uh, thanks for coming and hanging out with us today, Jeremy. Everybody else, we will be right back for our final segment of the day. Do not go anywhere, or Jeremy will come and haunt your dreams. That's right. All right, Olivia, next commercial. You love doing these commercials, don't you? Yeah, but I wish you would tell me what you want me to say, Taylor, and then I, not make fun of me when I don't say it. No, this this is why I enjoy doing the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I have been streaming yep. video games, and something happened recently uh, where I have just become a Twitch affiliate. So do you have any idea what Twitch or video game streaming is? I love Twitch. He's a really good dancer, no. and he's on the Ellen DeGeneres show. No. Is this a different You're Twitch? You're a degenerate. It's a very nah. different. So Twitch <laughs> is where people can, can stream video games. I love playing video games, and I'm going to be playing them anyway. And I've been streaming them over on a different platform, but I just became an affiliate, which means that I can start making money, which is good because I've lost like $40,000 this year. Yay! Oh, yay! Uh, so, uh, Ramen! <laughs> Twitch.tv <laughs> slash Forte Catholic. I play video games over on there uh, just about every day. Um, I didn't over the last week because I was sick. We talked about that earlier. And it was because of this room, so I wasn't in here because this is where I streamed. But now I am back. And you could, you should come hang out with me and watch me play video games. And I just think it would be very hilarious. That sounds riveting. You're, I can't wait. You're riveting and right. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Forte Catholic. <laughs> Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Schroll. And some would say I'm the host around here, but uh, sometimes Olivia tries to take that away from me. And with a firm hand, I take it back because I am strong. You're the boss, Taylor. I am the boss. It's all I ever wanted oh, to hear. Taylor, you're so strong, Taylor. What is that from? It's my Betty Boop voice. I used to do that all the time. Well, you should never do it again. Stopping oh, that was the really greatest cute. decision you've ever made. Oh my gosh. I can do voices, Taylor. Uh, do some more. 
No, I can do Grover. Do it. Hello, everybody. It is your furry friend, Grover. And you know how to do that because you were alive when Grover Cleveland was president. My mom used to do it. <laughs> I do lots of voices. What else but do it's you fine. do? I do little girl voices, and this is No, Susie. no, no, stop that. That's become illegal on the internet. That's not allowed anymore. What else can you do? Uh, <laughs> I can do accents. Why are we doing this? This is not a fun game. Let's play a I game. I like this game. This is fun. Play with me, Taylor. Play a game. I, I am playing with you. This is me <laughs> playing with you right now. This has been so much fun for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm your favorite toy. Yeah. Play with me, Taylor. That's what we talked about on, on your new uh, Instagram show. And we're going to get into that here in just a second because um, yeah. of, of the old social medias. We've been having some fun. Well, I've been having some fun uh, w with you on social media because every time you post something for a while, like everybody knows that I like to antagonize you. And so, oh yes, so, everybody knows. So I've been <laughs> like, I've been being roped in by other people. And being brought into conversations because you said something that everyone knows that I would have something to say to you to antagonize you for. And people yeah. have been bringing me into those conversations on Instagram, on Facebook, yeah. on your Instagram live shows. Like people have been sending it. them to me, inviting me to come mess with you. And it's one of the greatest privileges and honors I've ever received in my entire life. <laughs> You're like, I didn't know it'd be as good as I thought. This is so much fun. Yep. <laughs> One of the things that uh, I wasn't invited into, but I I, 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 I just I had to slide right in because, you know, on the internet, people have been bored. People have been doing it all the time. Uh, pick these things or do this or whatever. So one of them that has been going around is pick or make me choose between two things. That blew up on my Facebook. I mean, it, it has like 200 comments. It was awesome. Because yeah, I'm not the great. only person that likes to mess with you. <laughs> because again... I'm you're very I'm easy, easy to, to mess, mess with. with. <laughs> I know. I've heard it my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that I made you choose between was what, Miss Harrison? Oh, no. I don't know. Taylor. Yes, you no. do. Was it between Zach and Kana? No. Oh, me or Allison. Who do you always think was? I'm comparing you to? You were Allison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You were Al Is that right? You were Allison? Mm -hmm. I had to choose between y'all. And you made that and decision very it. quickly, uh, much quicker than I thought you would. <laughs> It's much more hurtful than I imagined it would be. <laughs> That's amazing. I think I chose Allison. You did choose Allison. Uh, oh, what's funny is you don't Taylor. know. You did that, and you. I was like... I love you big. You know that. Here's what we're going to do. I've come up with a couple for you, and you've come up with a couple for me, of uh -huh. uh, making each other choose between two things. So my first one is you have a new Instagram live show. Once a week, sometimes twice a week. You're very confused. Twice. It's twice a week. It's every Sunday and Wednesday. No, it's, it's not, not that confusing. You've, you've, yes, it you, is. You, ha you have done every Sunday and Wednesday since it started? And except for yesterday yes, because yep, it's very confusing. of Easter. So, so it, calm down. If, that is not confusing. Be, Easter if you're Sunday. be consistent, be consistent. Okay. Every Sunday and Wednesday except for Easter. How's that, Taylor? I'm guessing you're going to take off Christmas, too. Very confusing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, this isn't lasting past quarantine. Who's going who's gonna to want to watch me live? No one. They don't want to watch now. Okay, so I, you're, you're giving away content before I even ask you the question. What no, show sorry. do you enjoy <laughs> being on more? Your Instagram live show, Live to Laugh, or this show? Oh, Taylor, they're not the same. First of all, you don't let me drink on this show. I let myself drink. Who, who so. said you couldn't drink? We've literally sat here and drank together during the show. Not alcohol. Yes, we we have. drink non. No, we have not. Who, we have never drank you, alcohol during the show. Who, yes, ever. we have. Who told you not that you can't drink during the show? Well, I never thought of it until this moment. Okay, so that's your fault. 
Okay, so next time I'm on the show, we're going to drink together while we do the show? Yes, why not? I don't know. Also, I'm not allowed to cuss on this show, and I do allow myself to cuss on my show. Well, that's because <laughs> mine's at night. Your show doesn't mean anything because it's not <laughs> put anywhere. I have no people purpose. to please. <laughs> you do. You. This is okay. This is like this is like good for like I don't know like content and career. You Answer the question, really Olivia. People. Oh come on, Taylor. Oh, I'm not good at this. All right, probably your show because mine isn't gonna last. Amen. <laughs> amen and amen. This oh, show is you liked so it more than you better. thought. That's what she said. But you did. You liked it more than you thought. I did. Yes. Thank you. And thank you for coming on my show. It was fun. And you were not mean to me. Everybody said that. Everybody blew up my phone and was like, what was wrong with Taylor? <laughs> See, here's he the thing, really Liv. Nice. Uh, remember that whole thing we were talking about earlier that you're fun to play with and you're a fun toy? I can mess yeah. with you where I'm messing with you and you don't know it. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> what? I was Taylor? not very nice to you on that show. <laughs> really? Really? You're the worst. All right, your turn. <laughs> a question for you. Yep. Okay. Was Would that one you of your rather... voices? A question for you. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. Like, hey, why are you talking like that? Heller Salman, do you prefer doing your show where you're at right now, your home studio, or do you miss having at the Red Sea studio over at college, you know, like um, at St. Mary's? I'm very thankful they let me get started there because I couldn't have done it without them. Uh, it is great doing the show here. It's so much easier for last week we, when we like I had technical difficulties with my guest and with John. Like I was able to just I'm just chilling at home. And when people are ready, mm -hmm. I can record anytime. Uh, it's it's really easy schedule wise. Instead of having to like have an hour and a half schedule where somebody's knocking on the door and asking me to you know move on. Like this is my room. Nobody else comes in here. I can record whenever. It's so so less stressful. Ten minutes before we started recording, I was playing video games in my living room. Like and I just walked over here and started recording. Like it's not yeah, it's, it's your dream. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's great. So here here for sure. I love it. And uh once we get air conditioning in here, it's going to be oh. even better. Oh, it's gonna be amazing. It's, it, it, instead of so winter good. is coming, summer is coming, and I need to yeah. get the AC in here very quickly. You have to. Yeah, not negotiable. All right, next one for you. Mentally, were you doing better after one week of quarantine, or are you doing better today? Which were you doing better at? Today. I'm doing better today. Why is that? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Now that I'm really thinking about it, you're probably right. I probably was doing better. How am I right? I, I asked you a question. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the disappointment on your face. All right, let me tell you the truth, okay? And I know that you hate that I'm like talking, but the first, the, the Again, first Again, why would I got, ask you a question if I didn't want you to tell the truth or talk? I, yeah, but I talk long. But um, the first week we were at Disney World when they shut down Disney World. Yep, so we the were there when the coronavirus. Show you said that, you're just flexing right. on us. I'm getting to the point. So that first Are week you? that we were quarantined, you're the worst. I was really scared. You know what I mean? Because they were saying, you know, it was a five to 14 day, like, you know, period of like, whatever. And here I had just left somewhere with 60,000 people every day. So that first week I had a level of stress. Like I had an anxiety about, oh my God, like, what did I do as a parent? What if we exposed our kids? You know, like we were on an airplane, we were with all these people. We you touch everything at Disney World. You know what I mean? It's just people all the time. And they're from all over the world. So the fact that there wasn't some crazy outbreak at Disney, I think is incredible. So I had a stress that first week that I don't have anymore. I don't have that stress anymore. This week, it's different. It's just a, like what we were talking about. There's a heaviness of like, oh my 
gosh, this is never going to end. This is the new normal. So I don't even know if I can choose between the two because there was one I thought I was going to die. And this one, I think I don't, I might, I might blow out like my face. Like I might like just start breaking it. I don't know what I'm going to do. That's a strange thing to say. I don't know. I'm just saying, I think I am doing better now. I'm, you know, we've figured a couple of things out, you know, at the very beginning, you're just trying to figure stuff out. So, you know what? Same question to you. First week of quarantine to now, where are you at? Like, if you had to choose. I was doing much better then. Because you were in denial. Uh, well, kind of. No, I, don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say I was in denial, but maybe a psychiatrist would. So, mm-hmm. uh, because, like, all I did, it was I just poured myself into work. I, I had been, like, you did. two weeks behind at actual work. So, I caught up at actual work. And then I just pumped out all kinds of content for myself, yeah, you're for other people. It. Like, for, like, two or three weeks. Uh, what are we in? The fourth, fifth week? Something like that. Just pumping everything out for people, for myself, for for the listeners, for everybody, right? Uh, I got, I finished all that. It's like I caught up at work. There was no other work to do. And like, because of the quarantine, there's not much like new work to do. Like there is, but sure. it's like, it's like I have a part-time job now, you know? Like I caught up on stuff for the show. Not completely, but I, I got a lot done. Some stuff front and center and some stuff behind the scenes that's still happening. Yeah. About a week ago, I had kind of caught up. And I was like, do I just play video games and watch Netflix now? Like, yeah. uh, yeah. Am I now like everyone else? Do I just stay in my pajamas and change them at 8 p.m.? Like everybody? Yeah. So I don't know. I I, I was definitely doing better then. I think now, because I'm not super busy, I'm finally having to like deal with everything. And I'm just sad. (laughs) You are. The energy's different. I mean, your energy's different. I mean, you called me earlier this afternoon and my 17 year old was in the kitchen. You were talking to him and you two are hilarious together. I love y'all together. And when we got off the phone, I said to Zach, I go, what? You love us together, but not separately. Yeah. Okay. You know what? (laughs) You're the worst. Anyway. And uh, Zach uh, said, God, Taylor sounds different. I go, yeah, Taylor sounds sad. And I was like, I feel so bad. I just want to go give you a big hug. And like, I hate, I hate it. The energy is different. There was a shift in energy. I think, I think last week was actually better. And I think what, like what you were saying about, um, Easter Sunday, I think there was an energy switch of everybody's like, no, F this. Like, it's not. It's This isn't Easter season. Like, whatever. Like, this is now it. And it's gross. And it just feels, I don't know. I mean, it's like when you get out of a pool and then you put on your clothes and you're just in those wet clothes all day and you're starting to chafe. Like, it's like that. It's like, this is the worst. These aren't clothes. I hate this. You're a Soggy. strange human being. Uh, and that's how we're going to end the show today. All of that was strange. I don't I don't agree with anything you just said. You're a strange human person. You're not it. Um, You're the worst. Uh, so uh, to, to finish up, I do have to thank some people because there have been some people bringing me a lot of joy. Uh, some of it financially, some of it just being good people. Uh, we have three new uh, Patreon supporters. So Bryant, uh, K-Tex, and Tom, thank you guys so much for, for joining, joining the mission during this time. I really appreciate it because uh, everybody knows I've lost a crap ton of money doing this and people coming out to support has been really nice. Um, a, um, not financial, but made me smile. A sister listened to the show and she said that I that I taught her two things. Uh, one, she had never learned uh, that you could listen to podcasts at 1.5 speed and I've changed her life. And she also <laughs> didn't realize that Sweet Home Alabama was such a great movie because I said it was my favorite chick flick of all time and she it watched is? it and loved it. Yep. I didn't know that. And nice. my first YouTube video hit a thousand 
uh, views uh, earlier this week. So thank you guys for showing the support. Um, as always, you can find everything on ForteCatholic.com, F-O-R-T-E Catholic. Uh, follow us on all of the things. Olivia, you can follow her too. She does a show once, sometimes twice a week. Uh, Olivia, thanks so much for being here today. I appreciate Steve it. Steve Harrison on Instagram. Thanks, yeah, Taylor, whatever. for the plug. All right, I'll be back next week. <laughs> See ya! Liv, you start the commercial for Patreon. Hey, Taylor, how do you say that word that looks like patron, but it's like Patreon? How do you say that? Tell me. Just like that. You did fantastic. I said it? Yeah, keep going with the commercial. I want to see where this goes. Patreon? Yep. Okay. So what is that? Am I a Patreon? Because I I support you. I think you're great. I'm a cheerleader. No, we've talked about this. You're not a supporter on Patreon. You're one of my missionary supporters. So thank you very much. But you're not one of my patrons. People that support aren't called Patreons. That sounds like an alien race. Um, (laughs) They are called patrons, (laughs) like they're patrons of the arts. And some strange people, uh, 19 to be exact. We have 19 people who think this is some kind of art and or want to feed my children. So uh, they are cute kids. (laughs) Patreon.com slash Forte Catholic is the way to support the show. If you love the show and you have the financial means right now, it would be very helpful because like we've mentioned, uh, we've been very, I've been very honest. Uh, it's been pretty stressful. We've lost a lot, a lot of money because of the quarantine. And I know other people have. So if you have to, I'm praying for you. I hope things are going well. But if you have the financial means, like one, one of the guys uh, that just became one of my new supporters works at 3M, who is the largest manufacturer of face masks right now. So he's doing okay. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. All right, Liv. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks, Tay. You're welcome.